Welcome to Be My Neighbor. I'm Brittany Levine. And I'm Bevan Prince. In the chaos of New York City and beyond, have you ever really gotten to know your neighbor? From what started as many wine-filled sushi night combos that turned into neighborly chats where we helped each other sift through the mess, continue the process of elevation, and navigate the solutions to life's dilemmas that we're all faced with on a daily basis. We've spent our lives building up our backbones by constantly throwing ourselves out there. We're not perfect. We've fucked it all up. But we are on a mission to not only elevate each other as women, but to keep learning and evolving. We want it to be different, though, than all the podcasts we've been listening to. We want to invite you to be our neighbor and make this your show, too. We're all in this together. I mean, we don't have all the answers, but we've got some pretty good friends in our corner that we can call upon when we need help. But we'll get more into that in our upcoming episodes. But we first want to thank you guys that have already let us know what you want to talk about. And even before that, I want to introduce you to my neighbor, Bevan Prince. Bevan is an actress, soul cycle instructor, and motivational speaker from North Carolina. She's also married with no pets and no children and no plans for any children. Nice. And I want to introduce you to my neighbor, Brittany Levine. Brittany is an on-air style expert who started in the PR industry. And when she's not navigating airports throughout the country, she can be found sweating at Shape House or McDonald's. Truth. Truth. Let's go. All right. Start it up. Okay. The real stuff. Yes. The real stuff begins to happen. All right, Brittany. Brittany doesn't know these questions yes. that I've written oh, for I, her. Yes. So you guys know we have not talked about this beforehand, so we have no idea. This is exciting. Okay. So my first question is, other than you're in, Brittany's newly engaged, mm. so other than your engagement, what is the biggest event of the last five years of your life? Other than my engagement, I think that the biggest event in my life was actually starting my own business and taking that leap and knowing that it was very scary, not knowing where my money was coming in, not knowing where I was going to turn to, um, but getting clients, building up my, basically building up my clients and just, you know, starting to book more TV on my own. I think that was the biggest leap and biggest event that happened thus far. Awesome. Pretty scary. Yes. And you did it all on your own. Yeah. It's still happening. It's I'm really still, impressive. Yeah. The lights are still on. So that's good. <laughs> Success. <laughs> okay. Um, next question is, who do you want to be when you grow up? Oprah Winfrey. No. <laughs> yeah. But yes. who, who doesn't want to be Oprah? Oh, definitely. I, I love Oprah. She is a big role model to me. I think that all that she does to help women, to help people, and what she did as a pioneer in the TV and industry is absolutely amazing. So, I mean, I would like to be an Oprah figure and I want to give everyone a car too. So that's, yeah. But I, I want to also be like my parents and, and my mom. She's an amazing, amazing mother. And she, I mean, if I could be half as good as she is when I have children one day and provide a home and, and make it as special, I would, I would love to do that. Brittany, we're not even you, five minutes in. I'm not already? ready for tears I yet. I know. We're such criers. <laughs> we're going to be crying all the time. It's going to get hard. Okay. okay. That was so good. here's a good question for you. How do you keep going when you get a bunch of no's in a row? So Brittany has to pitch herself constantly, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. She's constantly submitting stuff. And how do you keep going when you get the no over and over and over again? And not get discouraged. Right. So it's really hard. I, like Bevan said, every day am told no and put myself out there to dry, basically. And I'm pitching 
you know, basically different segments to different television producers, to everyone from the Today Show, to Good Morning America, to regional stations across the country. And oftentimes no one will ever get back to you and no one will provide you any feedback. And it's just sort of, what did I do wrong here? Why didn't they respond? I've literally had to just tell myself that something will click. Something will eventually click. I need to keep trying different outlets. I need to make relationships. I think that's the biggest thing too, is making relationships with these producers. Mm -hmm. Um, Those specifically are the people that I work with on a daily basis. I also work with a lot of publicists that, you know, maybe they don't want to talk to you. Maybe they don't want you to feature their products. So it's about making those relationships with the people and hoping that you can evolve, hoping that they can get to know you for who you really are and that, you know, hopefully they, that I'm good and that something will work down the line and just to keep going as well. I've had to just say, you know what, maybe have a good cry, come back to it and let's go again and let's try a different way. But I've really been able to land some of the things that I have thus far by making those relationships, making those connections and and showing them that when I was given an opportunity that I would be able to do a good job. Tupac or Biggie? Tupac. There you go, girl. Yeah. Pizza or burger? Both. <laughs> Sorry. And that solidifies our friendship yes, even further. 100%. Fries or tater tots? Uh, fries. Well done. From McDonald's? Yeah. Specifically? Yes. Okay. Who is your style icon? Hmm. That's a really tough question. Wow. This is a two-parter, too. Okay. Who is my style icon? I mean, honestly, this is very corny, but my mom because she is amazing. And she taught me from a very young age, this is Babs Levine, a.k.a. Kris Jenner, number two. (laughs) She taught me from a very young age how to work with the clothes that fit my body. And I work with so many different models now from sizes zero to sizes 24. And for me, it's all about fitting them in the clothes that work best for their body and what they feel most confident in. So it was always that and making sure they fit properly. And then she also taught me how to navigate the sales and how to navigate, you know, I I literally sometimes have a $5 t-shirt on and people think it's from, you know, I don't know, but from Paris or something like that. That's priceless information. Yeah. I mean, and I know how to dig. I know how to find, you you know, you've watched me come back with some pretty good shit. I can't walk into an actual store without getting overwhelmed and Brittany can walk into one of these like massive dig through. When I want to though, when I want, you have to be in a certain mindset. So style icon would be Babs Levine. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Second part. Which celebrity embodies your inner self? Like a heightened version of yourself. Like, is there a celebrity that kind of is your essence? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to repeat myself, but I love the Opes. I love the Opes. I feel like Oprah is just everything to me. She has just been the pinnacle and she just keeps going and she keeps starting different things. And I, I love to keep evolving and I like doing this with you. It was something that we've wanted to do for so long, but it's such a risk because we have no idea how it's going to go. And we just are excited to help people. So that's what really attracts me is, is working with different women, helping people. And, and that's how, I mean, it's what makes the world go round for me. Oh, Britt. Yeah. So sweet. And then I have a sixth question. Oh my I God. Lied. I'm sorry. I couldn't keep it down to five. There was one more that was really important to me. Um, right now, at this point in your life, what do you love most about who you are today? I would have to say what I love most about who I am today is my openness, 
and the willing. I'd never judge anybody else who comes to me. And I'm constantly, I tell you this all the time. People talk to me on the subway. People talk to me on benches randomly. There's something about you that attracts people, that people come to to, yeah. to, to ask questions, to lay their burdens, to seek advice. Yeah, I mean, I, you, you look on Instagram and you look at things where photos are made up and you're in makeup and stuff like that, but in my, when I'm just running around or running, even pulling for different segments, I'm, you know, we're in our workout clothes, we're no makeup on, and we're just going. And I think it's just being, even with my best friends, though, being able to just, you know, ha- be open and, and be willing to talk to them and, and no judgments, you know? So I think that that, for me, has I've been able to make new friends as a result of that, even though we've never really wanted any new friends, <laughs> but we have new friends, you know, and just continue to allow people into my life in that way. I love that. Yeah. Thanks, Brett. That was really nice. That, that's a that's something I feel like every one of you should do with some of your friends. Like that was these kind of questions. It was really nice. Thank you. I didn't know you always have a purpose. Wow. Well, not okay. always, but I mean, I definitely feel like that's an important thing for us to spend some time with, to pay attention to what it is that we're proud of right here, right now. Totally. And then how do we grow that? Totally. Okay. So let's switch over. I love this is Ooh. my turn. I get to ask Miss Bevan Prince my question. I don't know why when I get this microphone, I start to make really uncomfortable noises. Well, you, right now, if you could see us, I mean, we're really in our makeshift studio here right now. And Bevan is just propped up. It's propped just, up. it's pretty awesome. It's, I mean, this is what it is, though. We're this in is my the, bed. the podcast life. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for vomiting it out there. I wasn't sure if I should. I went for it. But being a neighbor, this is how comfortable we've gotten. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, my questions for Bev and Prince. Number one, as someone who's constantly on, when did you get the acting bug? There's never been a moment that I got the acting bug. I just knew at an early age that telling stories was something I wanted to participate in. I didn't really know in what capacity. And then it all just kind of unfolded as it, as it did. And you got your role. So for all the One Tree Hill fans out there, thank yeah, you. I fell into it. I was interning as a casting, uh, interning as a, at the casting office, and they um, needed extras. And then I became an extra. And then because we were so displaced from Hollywood, I got to know the writers and the producers and the cast. And eventually, they just started to write for me. So I was, I literally so won cool. the lottery. Yeah, and but it's um, an amazing story because you grew with it. It was. Really I, I was really. Story. Everybody held my hand. Question number two. As someone who's about to get married, I'm getting married in September, what did it feel like to actually get married? Like, do you have a feeling or a sense or can you describe it? I, I will say the moment of getting married was incredibly surreal because we've been conditioned to dream about this, to have it be an event that we look forward to for most of our lives. And um, walking down the aisle, I remember looking at Will and I was like, wow, this is really more than I could have imagined because I don't think there's any piece of us that has really been taught to dream what true intimacy and the connection with someone that when you're an adult and you make the decision to get married, what that really feels like. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's more than you can even imagine. And then everyone says, you know, you've lived together, you've been together forever. How is it different? It's different. Mm -hmm. There is a commitment that you've both made in front of your friends and family, and there's something that shifts, and it's you're deeply connected on a different level, and you can't explain it. 
I got you to go deep right there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That won't got you. Often. You almost started crying too. No, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My third question. What attracts you to helping others? Your questions are so much deeper than mine. I know. <laughs> I thought this was totally going to be the opposite. I know. And no, I'm, I went deep. I know. I, that's why I asked you before, but I didn't know what you were going to ask me. So, my yeah. These are really, really thought out. But you're really good now at this. Now I feel like an asshole. Stop. No. Okay. No, I'm only on question three. What connects me to helping other people? Attracts you. Attracts me. Yes. I think that... I. You do this on a daily basis, too. A daily basis. It's, it's, Bevan's classes are ridiculous, guys. I, I almost literally die in them. But I'm going tomorrow morning, and I'm already, like, in, anticipating it in my head. <laughs> but she does really help me because then I start the rest of my day, and I'm ready to go, and I feel more at peace with myself after taking her class. But sorry, I'm, like, answering for you. Go ahead. <laughs> There's nothing on this planet that makes me feel more alive and uh, more purposeful and just generally better than um, connecting with another human and sharing our story. I, I mean, I was listening to this podcast the other day with Amy Schumer and Oprah, yes. and they were talking about, um, you know, being an introvert, Person but people assuming you're an extrovert. Yes. And she was talking about, Amy Schumer was talking about, like, people want to make small talk with her all the time, and she just can't do it. But if you come up to me, Amy said, literally, if you come up to me and you talk about if you go up to me and you say, I just got a divorce, right? I'm like, okay, let's sit down. Let's talk about it. And it was 100% it embodied kind of exactly who I am innately as a human. I don't think it's anything that you're um, attracted to more so than it is just who you are. Right. And you understand that. Yeah. I mean, you're the exact same human. That's kind of, I mean, we're totally different. But at the same time, I think that's one of the things that has bonded us so deeply is that we're two humans that really genuinely care and we have a platform right. to do that of course and we're not the women that are trying to tear other women down we're trying to lift everybody that's up it. There's and we're not spaces. the fake ones saying that too because there's a lot of fake there's a lot of that yeah i will never forget when i was young one more thing my sister yeah. said to me she looked at me and she was like there's enough spaces for everybody mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. someone else's success does not take away from your success from your from your potential yes Exactly. No, I mean, that's why, like, I keep grinding because you never know. Totally. And, and we're know. women that surround each other with super powerful, yes. badass, beautiful, more on, the in, more on the inside than on the outside women. And I feel like that only elevates us. Oh, 100%. It only makes yeah. us better. That's why, yeah. That's our girlfriends are like our, our biggest thing. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go a little lighter. Number four, describe your perfect meal mm. and drink accompaniment. My perfect meal would be the baked crab hand roll from Katsuya in the Valley in Los Angeles. Yes, yes, okay. With a bottle of unfiltered sake. Ooh, and look, sake. I'm going to get weird. Yeah. And a glass of red wine. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, you have to have a glass of red both. wine. Yeah. I know, it's weird. Yep. Okay, and finally, we'll go back, question number five. If you could do one thing with our podcast what would it be? I mean, and you could name anything. Like if we want to have one fun thing that we do together, I, I, anything. Can I name two? Sure. Yeah. Okay. The first thing to connect women and not necessarily just women to connect humans, just to bring things to light and discuss. That's it. That's our, that's our mm -hmm. only purpose here. Right. right. Totally. And then the other thing is just to spend some more time with you, B. Yes. I, I love, love it. it. I want to go on a trip. Me too. I want to do a trip with. There is people. a moment that I've kind of envisioned in the future. It's us walking into some space 
with a bunch of people in the room where we generally have a live conversation. Yes. I would love that. I'd love that. Put that out there in the universe. That's it. it. Last week, Brittany and I posted on our own personal Instagrams, and we reached out to y'all and asked you to send us your questions, what was on your mind, what you're dealing with, what you're curious about. And there seems to be one topic that just keeps repeatedly showing up. All about fitness and health. Mm. I think over half of you guys wanted to know what we were eating, what we were doing to stay fit, how Bevan maintained her body with her busy schedule of classes. And we get it. It's summertime, summer bodies. I don't mind that term. Bevan hates it. Least favorite term ever. Here's the thing. I understand wanting to feel good in your own skin and that I'm willing to talk about. But this idea of a summer body... Yeah, I just say think of that, and I think you know, being by the pool, drinking hand, and I, you know, feeling good about myself. I love it. Okay, but follow us on Be My Neighbor podcast to see when our next episode will drop on iTunes, and of course, all of our other forms of debauchery because we're really fun. We can't wait to talk this all out with y'all. We'll catch you in episode two.